dedication introduction and preface from christopher cricket on cats with observations and deductions for the enlightenment of the human race from infancy to maturity and even old age this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Christopher Cricket on Cats with Observations and Deductions for the Enlightenment of the Human Race from Infancy to Maturity and Even Old Age by Anthony Henderson Ewer Dedication To all the cats that ever meowed on this or any sphere from the beginning of all time unto this present year to all the cats that's still to come, and to all those that lives, and to their ghosts, each counting nine, and to their relatives, and to each one who likes some sort of cats, no matter what, I dedicate this little book with kind and loving thought, and especially to Samuel T. Shaw. Introduction O pussy, as I stroke thy fur and smooth its silken thicket, i hear above thy placid purr the chirping of a cricket ah i suspect that subtle bug when winter skies are drabby has crawled beneath the hearthstone rug to keep a tab on tabby nay puss or poet seldom thrives unkicked by rumour scandal how can a cat lead nine pure lives without a breath of scandal eight lives a cat might lead at home as blameless as st georgie's Yet in its ninth carnation, Rome to witches' midnight orgies. A cat of cultivated throat has repertoires that vary, yet in the shrillness of his note he rivals the canary. A cat concerto, highly strung with penetrating spirit, is like some songs I too have sung. I'd rather sing than hear it. So here are Master Cricket's views on cats. I place reliance in what he says, though half the news he tells may startle science but should harsh critics speak of fakes with one reply i'm ready one touch of nature faker makes the whole world kin says teddy wallace irvin preface in bringing this work before the public it's a good thing to know that most everything here is pretty true all except some of the things uncle ben's helped on and if readers is ever awful doubtful in these places, guess they'd better use their own judgments. Everything learned here has been the fruits of unremitting observation, lots of asking, and a terrible lot of thinking. Of course, everybody knows how hard it is to find out anything, and that's why this book should be of special value to students of wisdom. Like Columbus, Munchausen, Darwin, and Thompson Seton, the writer has traveled some but written lots more loving nature like the very dickens since his tenderest infancy add respect and kindness for the gentle reader scientific appellations attenuated phraseology and very long words from foreign obsolete and barbarous languages has been mostly expurgated meaning to cut out though some still remains which if people don't understand take the writer's fault people that's omnivorous readers hadn't ought to read more than about just one part at a time then think pretty hard for a long while about 
what they've been learning this is so they won't get mental derangement and fills up the brain cavities fine of course everybody won't agree maybe with all the writers views and things just like with other great writers that's why great writers have different views anyhow as it's not good manners to talk about yourself the reader will describe that these sentences has been written in the third person and would have been written in the fourth if other pursuits hadn't stopped his pursuing the advanced stages of grammar it's hoped that all will get what they're looking for and lots more End of dedication, introduction, and preface.